Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. You know, the last couple of years has been uh, tough on us for a lot of reasons. We're finally uh, feeling uh, like we're back out and we're back again. We're back. Um, and, uh, you know, when there is that much unpredictability, we look we look for things that we can do or things that we can access that give us some sort of comfort, that give us some sort of sense of normality. Um, and our next guest is going to talk about one aspect of this, and that is the power of our voices mm. and how leaders especially, but all of us, can use our voices and speak in a way that that uh, helps people be confident and comfortable and, and get over whatever uncertainty or fear may be. Uh, in their lives. Cynthia Zai is a voice coach and a keynote speaker and talks about influence through voice in times of uncertainty in the studio with us now. Cynthia, great to have you with us. Sure, I'm very happy to be here. Thank, Thank you for you. having me. Yeah, tell us about this concept. Um, and you've been talking about it for years now. Yes. Take us through what your belief is on this. <laughs> so my belief comes from my own experience. Because uh, early in my career, now think about it, almost 20 years ago, that I was not hurt. I was not assertive. So that's where I went on a journey to become more assertive, to be heard. And voice was one of the areas that I discovered. And when I developed my own speaking voice, I realized, wow, not only I sounded more powerful, more assertive, I felt more powerful as well. Hmm. So I think that for me itself uh, planted a seed that let me realize voice is powerful. What, what triggered you, uh, Cynthia, to go down the voice path? Because as you know, it's, it, there's all aspects. It's posture, it's how we it communicate, what we yes. wear, how we sit, how we present ourselves. What was it about you? Was there a moment or an epiphany where you thought, it's the voice, that's yes. my way in. That's the thing I really need to focus on, the voice. Uh, you mean the, the work I'm doing, why yeah, I, I mean, chose on the voice. Yeah, it's why you yes. focus on that particular aspect of, say, presentation. Yeah. Okay, so I think it's uh, voice chose me. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> because of my own experience to be more assertive, to be more powerful. And then uh, because I improved my own voice, mm. in my last job, I was doing in-house training. And then people were asking me, oh, Cynthia, how do I have a powerful voice? And then I realized, huh, not only I developed it, but also there are people looking for it. And there's an opportunity here, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> so then, yeah, that's where it is. And, and I understand why, why you felt the need to do it. But initially, before you developed your own co- program that you, that you now do with, uh, with executives and others, how did you teach yourself? How did, what, what resources did you use? What did you tap into? Oh, there are quite a lot of them. So one was uh, I was learning with voice actors. Hmm. And then that was one of the things. And then at the same time, I was doing all kinds of other healing uh, programs, like even yoga. So in the programs that I do, some of the exercises are from yoga. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. We're talking with Cynthia Zai, voice coach, keynote speaker. Uh, she's a, a professional speaker, best-selling author, has also done TEDx uh, talks, 46 countries. You've been all over with this program. Give us the core kind of tenets or, or outline of what your, what your uh, coaching program looks like. Sure. So most people, when they came to me, oh, some of them, they said, I want to sound like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. 
the women or? Yeah. <laughs> Mostly men. Okay, <laughs> great. Sound like Morgan Freeman. Yes. But this, this is interesting because, you know, people have to be their authentic self and have yes, their correct. authentic yes. voice, right? Yes. They can't all, all of a sudden become Morgan right. Freeman or, yes. or, or Morgan Fairchild for that matter, <laughs> if you know more. Anyway, go ahead. Carry yes. on. So and when there are more and more people telling me they wanted to sound like Morgan Freeman, mm. then I asked them, I said, okay, what do you like about his voice? Yeah. And they said he sounded very uh, credible, very authoritative. Mm-hmm. By the same time, also very pleasant to listen to. Mm. I said, there's only one Morgan Freeman, so you don't have chance this life anymore. But you can develop the quality of his voice, mm. which is credible, authoritative, pleasant, and also humble. Yeah. So uh, that's the quality that I help my clients to develop. Mm. Before we get to that, what were some of the more common problems that you were seeing maybe in yourself when you said you were developing your own confidence yes. your own voice what were some yes. of the problems you were seeing in yourself and maybe some of the problems you were seeing in others sure so the problem that i had as well as now a lot of my clients have mm. is that for example in meetings they realize that they were saying something but no one noticed right. or people just dismissed it well someone else said the same thing and they got the credit so uh-huh. my friend, my client said, oh, I was actually the first one to bring up the idea. But that guy has a more powerful voice. Mm. He was hurt. And uh, so that's one of the uh, problems. The others, of course, we have voice that is too soft, too high-pitched. Or now there are also clients who are told they sound too aggressive. Mm. So all kinds of voice problems. What's the first thing you do with somebody who, let's say, just doesn't have enough confidence? They don't yes. have, their voice is fine. But they don't have the confidence to really speak out, command the room. And we see this a lot in seminars, in Mm -hmm. um, uh, conferences. People stand up to the microphone and and you can hear them, but they don't truly command the room. That's right. And in this day and age, that's what's needed, I I would say, in many situations. Yes. Yes. So what we do is we work on the voice. The voice is part of the body. So when we work on the voice... voice, which is the body, it will affect the mind. So most people, they would become more confident with the mindset first, and Mm. then their voice may change. But for my uh, programs, my approach is the opposite. So we work on the body, which is the voice, vibration. It will help them to become more confident, feel more confident. So uh, we develop the voice that's projecting more power, taking up more space. When they're able to do that, you can see that some of my clients, they are glowing. Hmm. Okay, work on Neil and I right now. What what should we do? What what should we do with our body to make us more engaging? <laughs> so the uh, best voice comes from the most relaxed body. Oh. Uh, so actually, we want to be more relaxed. Well, and I, think, I couldn't be any more relaxed. Yes, <laughs> that's I'm, what I'm feeling. I, I'm practically <laughs> laying. I need to poke him every now and then under the table here. Laying down at this point, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, it's all. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So yeah, that's a great point that Glenn makes. So it, 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 you're suggesting it comes from the inside out. You don't just look at the voice. You're looking at the body, and yes. also I, I'm getting the impression psychologically as well. You, you're trying to build self confidence to project confidence. Is is that correct? Uh, so the we work on the body, for example, the uh, the breathing, mm. the vibration, and when you work on the body, it will affect the psychology. Right. That you feel more powerful. Right. So Fascinating. yeah. Is there a cultural element to this? Um, you know, in in let's say Europe, North America, we have I think more of a tradition of 
people being loud. Um, in Asia, Sometimes too loud. Yeah, but in Asia, we have a tradition of people not, of being perhaps softer, but maybe deep, deeper thinkers mm-hmm. uh, yes. along uh, certain lines. As gross generalizations, I apologize for that. But do you see a difference um, along those lines between coaching a- you know, people across Asia, and mm. I won't just put all Asians together, yes. um, and maybe some of the Westerners that you might work with? Yes, so there are some differences. Uh, for example, uh, a lot of my clients in Asia, they will find that in meetings, they do have the challenge that to be uh, heard, to speak up. And sometimes that because it's culture, culturally that we will feel old, yeah. it will be rude to, uh, to interrupt someone. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, there are some differences culturally. Do you, do, you, do you teach them to sort of borrow from different cultures in, depending on the situation they're in? For example, be a little more aggressive when meeting <laughs> with a certain kind of group or be a little less aggressive? Uh, it's more about um, being, still being themselves, but it's coming from the place where they are benefiting or contributing to the entire group. So, for example, the, the purpose they need to speak up is not because, oh, I need to speak up, I must be hurt. But the reason I speak up is for the benefits of the group. Right. So that's the uh, place that I coach them to come from. Hmm. But uh, Glenn makes an interesting point there about the cultural differences. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I go to a lot of schools um, and there is a difference yes. uh, between <laughs> I'm trying to be diplomatic here, but certain <laughs> schools versus other schools where you can clearly see that in some schools, the children are encouraged to speak up mm. from the very beginning, yes. from, from K1. You know, yeah. the teacher is not the oracle. The teacher yes. does not know everything. You mm-hmm. are allowed to raise your voice, to question, to challenge, to mm-hmm. speak up and so on. And in other schools, less so. Mm-hmm. Teacher says, you do. Teacher yeah. says, you do. And so you do have a, a children who grow up not questioning, not challenging, not yeah. speaking up. And therefore that translates into or or moves into the workplace where that same mindset i'm not going to speak out Mm. i'm not going to challenge the boss Mm. Mm. i'm not going to how do you overcome that yes because you can have the training you can have the breathing exercises all valid by the way fantastic yes how do you overcome that (laughs) is by having them uh, have more struggles and suffering in life Okay. (laughs) Which is most of my clients, when they came to me, it was because that they have been passed on for promotion a lot of times. Right. Then they realize, okay, now it's my time to speak up. Right, (laughs) right, right, right. Yes. So so life will teach us. (laughs) In, 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 uh, let's say the past 10 or 15 years, we've seen um, more uh, top level executives in Asia, uh, positions being taken over by Asians. Mm -hmm. Maybe traditionally multinationals were led by a Westerner that Mm -hmm. was sent to the region. And I know in in the executive coaching that I do, I've definitely seen a shift to Asians now being promoted up to those positions, rightly Mm -hmm. so. But that has also brought a certain amount, from my experience, of communication challenges mm-hmm. with them. Yes. Are, you seeing, are you seeing that as well? Are you seeing the shift uh, to not only Asians, but a, diverse, a more diverse Asian population, women, uh, people of color as well? Are you seeing that and how are you working with those situations? Uh, so, because for me, I work with clients from all over the world. Uh, the change that I've seen is more women are rising to the top. Yeah. In the beginning of my career, 12 years ago, so there, the percentage, there were about more men as my clients than women. 
And then now I would say it's about half half.、Mm-hmm. So it was.、Uh, I was very glad to see that there are more women rising to the top. Yeah, yeah. So、uh, of course that there are different challenges. So, what What do you feel are some of the key differences between coaching、um, high performing women and high performing yeah, men? Yeah, I was going to ask that.、Yeah. Do you change the coaching style for women and men?、Uh, yes, yes.、Mm. So of course, for example, women their、uh, challenge would be their voice is too soft or too high pitched. And when they are speaking, they feel that they are not really being respected.、Mm. So then we are developing the voice that help them to be heard, and at the same time to be respected. Yeah,、mm. yeah. Do you ever get? I'm just curious. Do you ever get it the other way, where some folks? I, I put my <laughs> hand up. I, I've been guilty of this in the in the past. Certainly, are too loud yes, and yes. too assertive, and、yes. you almost have to say. Bring it down. Yes, back off a little bit. A little bit do, right? do, do you have to、yeah. do that sometimes、yes. and go、Two、the other、ago. way? Yes,、yeah. Two days ago, a client of mine,、uh, and this time it's a woman. She said,、uh, "I come across as too aggressive, off-putting." <laughs> She said, "But that's my personality. How、mm. do I develop that?"、Uh, yeah. And then, so one of the ways you will notice is when we are sounding too loud or too aggressive, is one of the reasons is because you are using too much breath. So、uh, what we do is we learn how to use less breath.、Mm. So oh, that's, that's interesting. Yes.、Oh. Fascinating. Fascinating. Turn off the turn off the spigot. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Cynthia, how can folks get in touch with you if they want to know more? So my website is powerfulexecutivevoice dot com. Ah, okay. Yes, and before you go, I've just seen a comment. I don't want to let it go. Kelly Chio, one of our regular listeners, asks, "I need to work on my pitch、yes. because my voice is always too low in、mm. volume. When、mm. I try to speak louder, it becomes high pitched,、yes. which isn't good.、Mm-hmm. I wonder how I can control the pitch while trying to speak louder. What、yes. advice would you give Kelly?" So then she,、uh, hi Kelly.、Uh, Kelly will need to learn how to use the proper breath to power the voice.、Mm. So、uh, also develop the voice、uh, using more vibration from the body. So when she's able to do that, then not only that her pitch will be stable, but also the projection will be heard. Fantastic! There you go, Kelly. You heard it from the expert. This is the kind of expertise we give on this show, my friend. The <laughs> value、stuff. add, the value add we give on this show. Thank you, Kelly, for the comment. Cynthia's eye can be found at powerfulexecutivevoice dot com. Cynthia, thanks so much for being with us today on Money FM. Sure, thank you for having me. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm eight nine three dot sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.